The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out. The bad seat, the broken, the bad, 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 bad, We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Verona Palace, right across the rooms of the woods from where Granny loves the peach paradise. When she wakes up in the morning in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion shake. All my friends come around, flights of flights of party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tad in my brain. Splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shaking. Oh, woo, woo. I think I might have called something from Keith. Should do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Pharrell. What's gigging? And Mafia running it tonight. And... Later, we got our boy, Mad Dog, DeMarco, David DeMarco from East Lansing. He'll come on this hour to talk about Ohio State and Michigan State. Big game on Saturday in uh, college football. So we'll talk to him about that. I was just watching uh, Mike Woodson coach the Hurrian Hoosiers. And they are up 14 on St. John's right now in Bloomington. Out assembly, Dad Fisher, a lot with Max Scarlett from assembly, blah 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 blah. The Hoosiers against the Red Storm. It's Indiana basketball from assembly hall. Dad Fisher. I used to love listening to Don Fisher call Indiana basketball games. There's nothing quite like it, and uh, he. called three national championships out of their five. They haven't won one in a long time. The last time they won a national championship was 87 when I was there, and they beat Syracuse at the Superdome. But then they lost in uh, 2002 to Maryland, which was highly unfortunate. Uh, And I I like seeing Mike Woodson coach him. Um, Older guy. I mean, let's face it, he's in his mid-60s. So a lot of people are like, how long is he going to coach at Indiana? You know what? If Mike Krzyzewski and these guys can coach into their uh, mid-70s, I don't see why. 
they can't get 10 good years out of uh, Woodson in Bloomington. And I think they, uh, frankly, absolutely need to stick it out. I, I think, uh, you know, the talk of like Dan Mullen just got hired and a year later they're going to fire him and Gainesville, like you pay these guys $20 million to fire him. And it just makes no sense to me whatsoever to cut a gigantic deal like Texas A&M did with Jimbo Fisher. And then every year they give him more money. They just keep giving him more money. Like, I mean, wasn't the first deal at, you know, he it put him in the top five paid coaches in college football. And then, and now he's number two. So he just keeps making more and more money. And he's got them by the onions for the next decade. I mean, by the onions. If you fire that guy, it's going to cost you $25, 30000000 million just to fire him. I mean, he runs Texas A&M. He runs the school. Forget about the football program. He runs the school. I mean, to tell you, this guy, they must hate him, the professors there, and uh, all the hard work they do to educate uh, students at A&M down there in uh, Aggieland. Are you kidding me? I mean, seriously, College Station, are you kidding me? Uh, you get a great education there. It's high tech. It's no joke. And they're paying a football coach $10.5 million. And then they can't even fire him. But Dan Mullen, he got all that money, and they're going to fire him. And so when I look at a guy like Mike Woodson, who has had tremendous success playing at Indiana, coaching in the NBA, uh, they loved him, frankly. He did, he's the last guy to win 54 games in New York with the Knicks. And uh, now he's in Bloomington coaching Big Ten basketball at his alma mater for, you know, uh, he he was brought there from um, basically the hood in Indiana, in Indianapolis. And he, uh, believe, it, believe it, there is a hood there. And he got uh, recruited by Bob Knight and... He, he had Bob Knight walk into his home uh, to meet him and his parents and, in the slums. And he ended up getting a scholarship to Indiana. He played for him, and he became like a soldier for Bob Knight. I mean, this guy, he would have he walked through fire, hell and fire. Uh, we welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 159, uh, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, and Sports Map, Sports Violence for all on the bench. Uh, anyway, he, he went there, and then all these years later, they bring him back to coach at Indiana when he loved and adored Bob Knight like no other. And then Bob Knight was there a couple of weeks ago at his practice, running, sitting there with him on the sideline. It was a beautiful sight. Uh, and, I, you know, I have so many fond memories of working for Bob Knight. I just don't care what anybody thinks of him. I just think he's the greatest guy. And I learned so much from him. I mean, I learned so much about life. Uh, being around him. So I, I wish nothing but success for Mike Woods, and I really hope he does well in Bloomington. I hope he's there for 10, 12 years. I really do. It's for on a bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular. The guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You may or may not be a good sports grid listener. Test yourself. If you've ever been hospitalized after driving off the road while wishing on a shooting star, you may not be a good sports grid listener. Sports gaming strategies and info. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Farrell. All right, Pharrell with Mafia. I uh, I just turned on the uh, smoke crack game against the Blackhawks, and I'm interested to see how they do uh, featured on the game of the week on TNT. And uh, I know how excited they get about their uh, uniforms and everything, their sweaters. I mean, they get a lot of attention for, you know, being a bad team. I mean, let's let's just face facts. Although I've said this before, you you gotta pay your dues. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't believe, frankly, it's good for the league to have Vegas in their first year in the Stanley Cup final because that draft was ridiculous. They got, a, I mean, they got a playoff team. That was before they made the finals. I'm talking about they they had a team built for success in the playoffs. I mean. And then they went to the final and lost to the Capitals. Here's the deal. NHL teams go decades trying to build a playoff team and a winner and a, and a championship team. It takes time. I'm not saying everyone takes decades, but teams are built and they start from bottom line, you know, homeless. And then you, you build through the draft and you, and you acquire players, you make deals, whatever. Bottom line is, um, I was on an expansion team of the Atlanta Thrashers. They they were terrible. It was it was embarrassing how bad they were. I mean, they won eleven games the whole year. Think about that. They play eighty two games. You won eleven. You suck. Okay. They got no special players at all in that expansion draft. None. It, I mean, Gary Bettman. Thanks a lot. Not only did he screw them with this with that cheap ass draft they threw for them. But they, um, uh, you know, by doing that, I, I felt that they laid the groundwork. They laid the rocks under the pavement. You know, when they set the road, they put the rocks down and then they put the cement. Here's the deal. They paved the way for them to go broke and uh, move to Ferelapeg. That's all there is to it. I don't believe, and I don't care what anyone in Seattle thinks, that they, and I, I don't think they've been afforded that. They have not been afforded a playoff team. They've been afforded a crappy team, which is what they deserve. If everyone in 1967 came into the league and sucked, which is what happened, 
That's the way it should be always. You shouldn't be able to have an expansion team. And the first year you're in the league, you're built to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, explain that to me, Mafia. Explain to me. I didn't think you can do it. So just say I'll pass. If, unless you think you've got some smart answer why a team should come into the league in their first year. And don't tell me that they, were, they just went out and won games. They were built to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, it was unbelievable. They got every great player in the league. And I yeah, just I think, don't it, think that's – it's not legal. No, that's not the way it should be. You should have to earn your stripes. You should have to, you know, have a couple tough years and work your way up and you build it up through young players that eventually get good. But you shouldn't be good like that right out the gates, like you said. And what it was is simply, you know, an overcorrection from what you talked about with Atlanta. Like, they killed Atlanta right out the gates with the terrible draft that they had because the rules were so constrictive against them that they really took everyone's little – you know, it was scraps – and then, so they overcorrected for Vegas. The next time they had some, you know, Arizona has been terrible too since they came into league, but they weren't an expansion draft. But still, they've just been terrible. Like the last couple teams before Vegas were so bad that they said, all right, well, we got to fix this. We can't have them be this bad because they didn't want to set up for failure. But the problem was they overcorrected the other way. So they were too good. So now they've come back to the middle with Seattle where they didn't, you know, they had some decent players, but it wasn't nearly the haul that Vegas got with all their maneuvering and the guys they had available to them. You know, uh, I have nothing against Vegas. I've been to many games there, T-Mobile and Sin City, and uh, I enjoyed it uh, immensely, right? That's fair enough. But what I didn't like was that I was on a team that they gave nothing to them. I mean, they were just like the sludge of the earth players. I mean, they were the worst. I mean, they had no one. Eventually, they got, you know, Kovalchuk and Heatley and – they were really starting to build something. And then Heatley crashed the car, killed his teammate, and it was the end of him. So all I did was suffer with that team. And then I watched some team come in the league, and they tiptoe right to the Stanley Cup Finals. You know what was great about it? I bet on the Capitals to win the series, and they did. You lose. So now look at them struggling to get it back. I mean, every time they, they were in the playoffs, remember Mavi and they got screwed on that call? And they lost in seven. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, they had it coming. They had it coming. And uh, ever since that, when, you know, that happened to them, they've only gotten worse. And I don't know if you've seen lately, but like the first few weeks of the season, the first month, they had all kinds of injuries and problems. They're finding out how hard it is. They're finding out how hard it is. Ask the Toronto Maple Leafs. They haven't won it since 1967. Ask the Toronto Maple Leafs, one of the most powerful organizations in sports. They're like the Yankees. No one wants to admit it. They all talk about the Montreal Canadiens, and deservedly. When you got that 24 cups, deservedly. Um, I think one of the problems that people have an issue with is that they did it primarily with the original six, right? So... Most of their damage was done against five other teams. It's different now. I won't deny they made the finals last year, and that's great. Gravy, congratulations. You still lost, and now they've had a hangover ever since, right? Playing terrible. But uh, Toronto's the uh, gigantic moneymaker in the NHL and in Canada. Forget about it. It's just incredible. It's like they're a cash cow. I mean, they're like the Yankees. They really are. And they couldn't win the Stanley Cup if every other team 
drown in the ocean. I mean, honestly. It's so unbelievable watching them. It's an annual rite of passage into spring when the Leafs start losing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, right? So the moral of the story is, kids, the smoke crack deserved nothing. And uh, I hope they uh, struggle so they can find out what it's really like. Not only, not only did Atlanta go broke, but halfway through it, like it was 10 years, five years in, they had no fans there. And when they and when they started the arena, Phillips Arena, it was sold out for two years every game. And meanwhile, they never won any games. People went. They spent their money at, on concessions and beer and food and stuff. Went to dinner. And then after the game, they went and partied. Because they didn't have any fun at the game watching them bend over. So they, so they would just go out after the game and party. And it was a great scene for two years. And then all of a sudden in three, four, and five, they started just disappearing like chunks. It's like some guy losing his hair. That's how bad it was. It was. I remember that guy when he had hair. That's what happened to him. I mean, they went belly up. They had to move. They had to move. And I, it's Gary Bettman. I mean, I, I think Gary's made the league billions. Congratulations. I think he's done a great job. But there's certain things that he just hasn't lived up to. And, and he keeps expanding but he's only been able to master it once trying to get the expansion team into the Stanley Cup Finals. They deserve to be there, my ass. My ass. I mean, they built a Russian Red Army. That's what they built. So I'm not rooting for expansion teams, okay? So you can have fun with that. Go ahead and, and have them hand you a team. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> but I saw that draft. I didn't think they got anybody. I mean... Some of the guys they got from, like, the Penguins, they suck. They don't matter. So, I, you know, watching Tanev and these guys, watching these guys struggle, uh, they deserve it. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. They got their ass beat. They were going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo.
So anyway, uh, I don't know if you heard that clip there about Mario Lemieux, uh, Le Magnifique, uh, you know, about his career goals and everything. And uh, the story ran this week that they are selling the team to the Fenway Sports Group. Here's the deal. Just real quick, because I got uh, Mad Dog DeMarco coming on right now. Um, I've never seen anything like it, watching that guy play hockey. I was there when he got drafted in Pittsburgh. I became friends with him. Uh, I love him. He's cool with me. We always had a great relationship. Uh, he thinks I'm crazy and funny. And he knows everyone. He knows 34C. He knows uh, all about, you know, uh, whatever, my career and everything and where I started and where I came from and all the rest. I have never seen an athlete in my life more magnificent than that dude. And I've admitted that Gretzky's better. I've admitted, uh, you know, Brady's incredible, greatest ever. I've admitted all this. There's a million athletes that are in Hall of Fame, everything, this, that. They've won awards. Uh, they've stacked championships and, and everything else. I have never witnessed up close and personal on a nightly basis anyone ever that compares to Mario Lemieux. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I, I've seen this guy score five goals five different ways on, in one night. Five different ways, five of them. Try that on for size. Uh, all right, Mad Dog DeMarco uh, is on the game in East Lansing. Very popular. And I've been on his show five million times. We got him on uh, the bench tonight to talk about Michigan State at Ohio State at the Shoe on Saturday. How you doing, Mad Dog? I'm doing good, Scott. How are you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in, my man. It's great to hear you on my show. Uh, thanks for coming on. So, what do you think of Mel thanks Tucker? Are they uh, are they getting the ninety five million over to uh, Mel's uh, bank? Is everything in order? Uh, that is a rumor that, uh, could be come to fruition. Yeah. They don't want to lose Mel Tucker and Mel Tucker sort of was like Jed Clampett shooting for some crude, uh, with the transfer portal when, you know, 35 to 40 cats left the team and about 13 left after the green white game. And then this cat came over from Wake Forest. His name's Kenneth and he's pretty good. And they had Peyton Thorne already here and he's matured a little bit and, uh, their offense, uh, is pretty superlative. Their defensive side, though, that's the side that's going to be tested big time. I mean, you're looking at Stroud throwing 30 TDs, and you're looking at their three wideouts that are going to play the National Football League. Trayvon Henderson and the tight end, they're pretty damn good. That's why they're the number one offense in the United States. It's going to be a Herculean effort for Michigan State to go there, 18, 19 points, whatever it is. I mean, they're seventh, and they deserve to be where they are, and Nobody, you know, gave them a snowball chance to help, thinking that they were going to be out of the gate like this. But, I mean, we're talking about Ohio State and what Ryan Day has done. He's been unbelievable taking for uh, the Urban Meyer and the players he has got all over the country. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, anybody can be beaten, but I mean, they're going to have to play a perfect game. Who's kidding who here? And Ohio State, the Ohio State knows they got, they got to run rough shot if they're going to get in the Final Four. Michigan State goes there and pulls an upside, uh, upside outright, man, that would be just absolutely beyond comprehension. Could it happen? Yeah, but I'm looking at the realistic viewpoint. And, you know, they're just, they're offensively, they're just too much like NASA control. You know what, uh, Mad Dog? I think, I mean, here, here's what I think. I think they're going to, uh, they're going to beat Michigan State. They're going to beat Michigan and they're going to the playoff. Okay. Because that's exactly the way yep. they want it. 
That's what they want. They want they want the same four teams, five teams. No, I mean, there's no more than five. There are five teams that they consider gold, the gold standard of playoff football. They don't care about anything else. Let me tell you something, how much the NCAA cares about division one, two, three of college football. They don't give one iota about it. You know, you're some kid playing at North Dakota state or Utah state. They don't care about you. They don't care about you at all. They don't care that your program makes money. They lie through their teeth and tell you they do. But the reality of it is they want, they want Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma in that G-damn thing every single effing year, and I'm bored to death with it. And I don't think uh, you know, the, the conversation should be about do they cover because I'm in the business of uh, sports betting, and all I know is, is that they're getting 19 points. Now, there's a lot of people, heavy sharps, that are saying you grab the 19, but I, you know, I have laid a lot of points with this Ohio State team this year, and, and they don't let you down. I, I just... It's a huge number, but um, I got to tell you, uh, in terms of, I just have to look at it again, but I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain I laid it. I'm almost certain I laid it. I laid it. I laid 19. Not only did I lay 19, I made it my number two play. I mean, I, 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 I yep. respect Michigan State. I really do. But they're playing in Columbus. And you know what it's going to be? It's going to be Purdue playing in Columbus, getting their ass beat. There's no getting around it. I mean, I'm I'm right with you. I mean, I see it. I mean, it's, it's just been you know a really solid season for Michigan State, and they got a good chance to. You know, I'm looking ahead. Knock Penn State off at Spartan Stadium next week. They go ten and two. That's I mean, unbelievable for you know they were going to be like cellar dweller kind of team. And you know, if, uh, if Kenneth plays the game, you know, if he goes over hundred against Ohio State, which he could, and plays well against Penn State, I mean, he's got a good chance to be you know. Your next door neighbor here uh, grabbing the Heisman and walking out of there. Now, the bottom line is you're right. As far as the number 18 and a half, 19, uh, that's exactly the way I look at it. I mean, I'm being realistic here. There's some people uh, in East Lansing that think, you know, yeah, you can, you know, like I said earlier, you know, it could be like a Jed Clampett thing shooting for, but that's not going to happen. I mean, Ohio State is, Ryan Day is one of the best coaches in, in the country by far. And I mean, you know, it's not a fluke that he took over Urban Meyer and won those four games when he was suspended for the Zach Smith uh, incident. And then he comes right out of the gate. Urban Meyer walks. And, you know, he's just has, he hasn't lost a game in the Big Ten yet. It's not a fluke. This guy is one uh, – well, the guy's only like 41, 42 years old. I mean, he's – you you think – and the thing is with Mel Tucker, all due respect to Mel – uh, I mean, he's done a hell of a job. No getting around. He was five and seven at Colorado. He comes here a year ago, August. His team was quarantined, but that wasn't even the team that he had. I mean, going into the season, it was like a you know, it was like patchwork, like putting a quilt together through the transfer portal, and all these guys came. But like I said, if they were offensively, if they were defensively as sound as they are offensively, it'd be a little bit of a different story. But I mean, they got scorched against Purdue. This guy was a walk-on, and he threw for over 500. They knew David Bell was going to get the ball. They come back, bounce back, and they throttle Maryland. But, I mean, the, you know, listen, what they did against Michigan was big time. They were down 16. They come back, score two touchdowns with two two-point conversions. They didn't let up. Harbaugh's team was laughing, joking it up on the sideline, thinking they had this game in the bag, and they came back. And that's one thing Tucker will do. He'll grind this game, but... I mean, you know, Stroud's throwing 30 TDs he, out of Rancho Cucamonga. He's not going to be playing any footsie with these guys. He's going to be trying to get the ball to Olave and these two other wideouts. And Henderson's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. 
where they got a, you know NFL offensive line. The tight end's going to play in the NFL. These guys are like that's why they're the number one offense in the country. That Michigan State's got the 130th, uh, you know, the worst pass defense uh, in the country. So, I mean, it, it could be, but I mean, what you said, you're looking at, you're looking at the line, and I just can't see Michigan State. I mean, they're going to have to be just out of their mind. I think, I think Tuck, Tucker will know this going, and he was a coach with Trestle. Uh, and D'Antonio, real young guy, when, for four years when they beat the U and Willis McGahee to win the national championship. But, I mean, that was then and this is now. Ryan Day, this could be the best offense going back to Cornelius Green and Archie Griffin and all the cats that they had, Art Schleister and all these cats they've had there. They're, these guys are really productive. I mean, they're averaging a lot of points. And like you said, they're going to be in the horseshoe. That, there's 107,000 people with scarlet and gray on. It's going to be like I said. They got a tsunami offense for them to, uh, for for Michigan State to go in there and, and do some damage. They're going to have to play an absolute perfect game, and teams just don't play perfect games. You can't play a perfect game against a team that's that talented, that fast, that good. It's impossible. It, it, it is virtually impossible to play a team that good and and play a perfect game. I mean, because what they do is take perfect out of the uh, equation. There is no perfect play against Ohio State because they eliminate your skills. They eliminate your best players. They disrupt your world. I got 75 seconds respectfully. Uh, big win tonight. I, I bet on uh, Michigan State and uh, Tom Izzo in that game against Butler, and they kicked their ass. Yeah, well, that's what Tom Izzo does. When you bet against him, I mean, that's when he gets all his last. He's another guy. He puts this team together, the transfer portal, and guys this, that. He still don't know what he has, and they're going to be better than people are giving him. I mean, Tom Izzo is a machine, and, uh, you know, his goal is to get a second championship, and, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see. But, I mean, they, it sort of pissed them off that they weren't in the top 25. But, hey, man, nobody's entitled to anything until you earn it, and that's the way he, that's the way he lives his life. Well, uh, I'm just glad I won money with him tonight, and I'm glad he hasn't hit any uh, basketball players uh, because I told you I thought that day was coming too because he's nuts. But uh, I think yeah. he's stressed out. He's just stressed out. Big win for the uh, Sparty tonight, and we'll see what they do against Ohio State. Mad Dog, David DeMarco from the game in East Lansing. My man, uh, thanks for coming on the bench. We'll do it again. I'll get you on the TV side. All right, Stud, take it easy. Thank you, everybody. All right, my man, uh, Mad Dog DeMarco from uh, 7.30 The Game in East Lansing. Very popular radio show in afternoons. It's Pharrell on the bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake up call. 
If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When it comes to getting trusted sports gaming strategies and info, you can ask your dumb friend, Kevin. Or you can just listen to us. We recommend us. And we won't ask to borrow your car either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. All right, uh, Pharrell on the bench. So uh, I've flipped on the Suns and Mavs game from the Valley, and it's 28-24 Suns. Of course, no Luka tonight uh, with the ankle tweak. Uh, Brunson is out there filling it up and immediately hits a shot as I'm watching a two-point game. Uh, I thought this game would be good. How about this one, Mafia? I hit the Lakers by a hook. They lost by seven. I had seven and a half. Sometimes it saves you, sometimes it burns. You gotta love it. You might want to turn that uh, that Indiana game back on, though. St. John's made a run here. It's tight now. Yeah, I do want to watch it. Uh, the second half. How much time's left in that game? Thirteen and a half, fifty-two forty-six right now. So some good comeback here by St. John's. They're down double digits at half. Now they're coming back. Now it's a five-point game as they're at the free throw line. So the Johnny's getting in. That was six. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, that Anderson guy's done a good job at St. John's, I think. And then I see him uh, waving his arms after the kid misses the free throw. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, free throws are st- – it's so unbelievable oh to me because I'll go in the gym and I'll hit 100 free throws. And then I go in these games and I'll miss. It's just unbelievable. But uh, once again, the Pharrell Ball, there's winners tonight. We played uh, this really good team, a uh, Russian team, and they, uh, they can really move the ball and shoot threes. I mean, and they got a guard that's faster than lightning. And it didn't matter. We still beat them by like 15. The spread was six. We covered. We've covered in every game of the year. We're undefeated. Once again, I had to play a, a bulk of minutes because uh, we had two guys missing, and it didn't matter because I'm I'm as I'm literally as slow as a duck now. But my game isn't about speed. My game's about physicality, uh, getting uh, post up shots, cutting, finishing, finger rolls, making good dimes, blocking shots, and um, I'm also good at fouling people. <laughs> so tonight. I was in this game, and I play the low block, so, and I'm the big boy. You want to come in? You think you're going to shoot layups on me? You just come right in. You think you're just going to get valet parking? Mafia knows what happens. He knows that no matter what, when he's playing against me, 
because he's big boy, six five two forty. I still foul the shack out of him every time. I'm just like, we're in an open runner, no reps here. I'm the ref. Watch this whap. And then he got to the point where he was doing the same thing to me. I don't give anybody lab. I got a guy coming in for a lab tonight. This guy played at Fairleigh Dickinson, and he's good, and he drives. He's physical, and he goes to the 10, even against the bigs. And I just let him know. I didn't even have to say anything. He went in for a lab. I tackled him. I just, I just abs. I grab him and threw him like a rag doll. I just grabbed him and threw him like a rag doll. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, that's on me right there. You know, I got five of these. So there's one. <laughs> and I got two more in good. I got another guy trying to get physical with me, uh, like blocking out, trying to get physical with me. I just, uh, I took him by the arm and I threw him five feet. I just grabbed his arm and threw him. I picked him up and threw him. And then I had another guy, 6'5", 240, just like mafia size, a brother, playing physical with me, getting all bangy, chippy, getting all, you know, shoving his uh, ass into me and getting all violent and everything like that. I just grabbed him by the neck and threw him to the ground. Like Mahorn or, you know, Lambeer or Barkley. I just grabbed him by the neck and slammed him on the ground like I was in WEW. And I just took him and slammed him on the ground. 250 pounds. Just, just took him by the neck and just like a scene from a, a mafia movie. I just grabbed him by the neck and body slammed him. And then I stood over him and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you all right? Because you want to you get chippy with me? I give you something you remember the whole night, all night long. You'll be thinking of me. He'll be sleeping thinking of me. You know what the guy said to me after the game? Because I'm friends with him. I know him. I, I play ball with him a lot. He said, uh. Uh, he said, don't talk to me on the court. I said, what's up? Are you doing good? In a free throw line. I was in a free throw line. And I was like, you know, next to him in the free throw line and uh, rebounding. And I said, you doing all right? He's like, don't talk to me. We're not friends today. I'm like, okay. So instead, I'll just body slam you. How's that sound? I don't need to be friends with you ever. You want to get like, we're not friends. Is there anything funny? That's the second guy. <laughs> That's the second guy that told me. We're not friends when we play in these uh, games, these big games, these league games. I'm like, bro, look up on that wall. I got so many banners. Like, I, I got nothing better to do than be nice to you because it don't matter anymore. I won so many. <laughs> I'm like the Celtics and Lakers over here, bro. I'm just saying, hi, I'm trying to be cool, be nice. I get along with everybody when I play until I don't. I get along with everybody until I don't. And when I don't, Mafia knows. He don't even like hearing about it anymore. He's heard it so much. But he knows it's true. You want to get funky? I'm the cold Medina. Biatch. You want to get funky? Let's go. Let's get funky. So this, the guy that I grabbed out of the neck and threw five, uh, five, I threw him five yards. The guy says, to the ref, Did you, I mean, that, that's, that's uh, you know, flagrant. And then he, he looked at me and goes, what's your problem? I go, I still got four more of these to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. Next. I mean, I thought that one was really good on you. I threw you five yards. I don't know what I'm going to do next. Because they talk to me. These dudes talk to me. They try to get, like, going with me, you know, talking, getting chippy and talking to me. And I'm like, there's not one guy on the face of the earth that can talk smack to me playing basketball. I'll hurt your feelings. I'll sleep with your wife. I mean, there is no one that can talk trash with me. No one. 
I was like, and what a great line. He's like, what, what's your problem, dude? I go, my problem is I don't know what I'm going to do next. I, I got to, you know, think it through and plan my next violent escapade. I mean, I mean, I've only been in, in 18 championship games. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't have time to be friends or to, you know, you don't want me to talk to you. You don't want me to foul you. You don't want me to. You want me to just give you a layup, like a clean trip in and valet parking? Mafia knows. It's self-parking down in the hood. You bring a car down here, you may not get the same car going home. There ain't no free points. Nothing's free. Mafia used to play with the pearl ballers. There ain't nothing free. And i tell you what else. We have literally not talked to a ref in years we don't even talk to refs when they call fouls on us they give you that look like and i'm like this i go like this and I go, that one's on me right there i look at the ref i go that one that one's on me and then i go i always let them know how many more i got what am i gonna do next <laughs> i mean what am i gonna do next i'm like the i'm like the riddler what's he gonna do next that crazy old Pharrell with the old man strength playing basketball. Don't go near him. He'll take your head off. He'll break your nose. One night, Mafia knows it's true. <laughs> one night I was playing in a title game, and this one guy was really fast, and I'm really good friends with the guy. Uh, I'm going uh, to his wedding, right? So he was on this other team before he joined my team and won uh, eight championships. He uh, was on his other team when I, I didn't know him. I just knew of him. I, I knew he was a really good player. He was a great player. And I knew I wanted him on my team. But I didn't have him on my team when I played him in the uh, playoffs. And they, they were beating us by like 20. And um, he was just blazing up and down the court. So I'd had enough of it. So he ran by me giving me a look like, you like that? You know, talking smack like, you like that? And I looked at him, and then when he went by me, I tripped him, and he fell and smashed his face on the on the court. And he got up 100 miles an hour to get in my face, and I go, I like that better. <laughs> he signed with my team the next season and played with me for eight years. He, he, knew, he knew what would happen. You, you play with me? I don't even care if I'm buttering my own bread right now. I'm going to the well for you. Mafia knows you need to send somebody to get the water three miles down the road and put it on his head like a basket, like one of them chicks in Africa. I'm your guy. I'm going to pick up some guns, too, when I'm down there. And bullets. And we'll bring back that dirty water. We'll smoke some bong rips. Woo! Mafia loves that. Loves it. He wins titles. He's done it. He knows. He had to quit the team over, uh, you know, winning too many titles. And secondly, he put on his uh, retirement. He said, uh, I've won too many titles. And I know someone's going to come and try to kill all of us one of these nights because we win too much. How do you like them, Max? Yeah. yeah. I can't be around when they come to kill us. And... I always tell people, like, yeah, you guys and me, I know you care, man. Don't act like you don't care. Listen, bro. 
When you've been in 18 championship games, you don't care anymore. I Damn it. Care. I'm too old to care about what other people think of me. Did that sound cool? Tonight, there was a, a, a cheering section for the Russians. Cheering section. Every time they scored, they went crazy cheering. Every call they got, they cheered. Every call against them, they complained to the refs for two minutes. They just kept complaining. Complain. We don't talk to refs. We're, they're invisible to us. They're invisible. We don't talk to refs. We just win. We just go out and beat. We destroy people. And then uh, tonight I uh, got an and one and uh, made the uh, – Made the free throw. And I made the bucket and free throw against the 6'5", 240-pound black guy. And uh, he didn't like the call. I got all mad. I did a big V, a big V turn. Like, I went wide. did, like, a Daytona curve turn. So when I made the pass, I did a Glenn Rice. I went all the way near the, the crowd that was cheering for the other team all night. I said, you cheering, Mother Pharrellers. Keep cheering because you know we're getting that W. So you guys keep cheering. Cheer like crazy. You like that N one I just dropped? Keep cheering, because I, I guarantee you, you're gonna go home disappointed tonight. How can you I mean, possibly expect woo, to be the world champion with a body like that? The peedy weeny arms and the skinny weeny legs and that ooh so turkey looking neck. Not here. Six four two twenty coming right at you, right into your living room, sleeping with your wife. Boom. I made an and one. I dropped a Glenn Rice and I said, you mother Pharrellers keep cheering over here in your little cheering section. Bunch of pansy asses. There's nothing we like more than people that cheer against us and hate us. There's nothing that gets us going more than people that hate us. We love it. Hate me all you want. I'd rather you hate me than dislike me, man. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. That's the problem with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. Nothing for you. How about that? One last indignity.
So Indiana leads by five again. It was a two-point game after a big three by St. John's. They've come all the way back. And uh, it's a very intense game right now in Bloomington at Assembly Hall. So uh, we'll keep an eye on it for you. Indiana sold out as usual. And it's crazy there. Crazy atmosphere. A good one between uh, St. John's and the Hoosiers. What do they call them now? Uh, Mafia, are they the Red Storm or are they just the Johnnies? What are, what are they called? Uh, I think they're still the Red Storm. I got to double check that. I'm pretty sure that's didn't what it is. Though. Drop, didn't they drop all that? Because uh, every, the world was changing and everybody became a wuss bag? No, it's still Red Storm. Johnny's just the nickname. They, I mean, at the end of the day, that's got to be the worst nickname ever. <laughs> I mean, is that like a bomb cyclone? <laughs> what, what is a Red Storm? Like, who has time to, like, evolve into finding out what that means? Like, you, know, you wonder why no one cares about him. I mean, no one cares about him, right? I mean, like, they used to be a New York institution, right, with Lou Carnesecca. Have you ever noticed that, Mafia, that no one gives a rat's ass about them? I mean, honestly. No, because they had a lot, of, a lot of down years. They had some scandals with some guys, so people just moved on. They moved on to Seton Hall. Hell yeah, come on over. Taking out Michigan yesterday. Come on over and bring beer. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk to our good friend Charlie in Indianapolis. It's for Ellen Bench.